0: Hello, my dear ones, and welcome to another episode of Conversations with My Higher Self. Today, I wanted to talk to you about the traps of lower chakras. As you guys well know, I, I like to study humanity. I like to look into the collective of humanity to understand certain trends, certain developments, and also the state of humanity as is. And so I just wanted to share certain observations and maybe under a slightly different angle today. Uh, We have talked about chakras before. I have made episodes, uh, separate episodes about almost every single chakra, I believe. I've made um, episodes that are related to chakras, um, the ones around the assemblage point as well. So if you're curious to dive deeper into some of the basics. You can check out my earlier episodes. In this one, we're gonna be using and leveraging some of those learnings from those episodes, but we're also gonna be looking at the challenges of being human from a slightly different perspective. Um, I may have mentioned uh, a time or a dozen that Planet Earth is a great school, but it is a very particular kind of school. It is designed um, like a particular, let's say, classroom. It doesn't teach you everything. It can teach you certain things extremely well and other things perhaps not so well. So a good chunk of people alive and well on planet Earth today are dealing with at least one and very often all three of the lower chakra traps that we're gonna be discussing today. So it is extremely relevant to your daily lives. It is extremely pertinent to planet Earth specifically whether you are, you know, call yourself whatever you want, like a star seed or a teacher that came to help humanity, believe it or not, believe it or not, you still have one or more of those traps as well. So literally anybody who's in alignment with planet earth today is going to have one of those three to some degree. Or shall I say all of those three to some degree and one of those three being extremely pro- prominent. Otherwise, it would, be, would have been quite impossible for you to align to the energies of planet Earth. Um, okay, so why don't we talk through what the traps are and, you know, what you can do to get yourself to a better place in life if you're experiencing one or more of those. You hear me speak a lot about the energies of the heart, opening your heart. I even created a whole podcast for this, right? Our Sacred Universe to make sure that we can start dealing with the energies of the heart and awakening your heart. Um, and that's why a lot of uh, meditations um, that I offer, at least at the beginning of the podcast, are all heart space related. However, most people on you know, you know planet Earth are not where they could even receive the energies of the heart so open. And the reason being is they're stuck in the traps of the lower chakras. Generally, as we develop as human beings, we start developing from the earlier chakras, from the, essentially from your lower chakras up to your higher chakras. So when the baby is born, the baby initially is only dealing with the issues of the root chakra, right? The red, which is located at the base of your spine. So the baby is only gonna be concerned around survival essentially, which is the main topic of the red center um and then as you move up in life you know um you discover other challenges and it doesn't mean that survival er- ever really fully goes away it fully disappears it may go into the background but it doesn't you know fully fully disappear uh, so it's, there there's always you know it's always there uh, at, at the back of our minds and so a lot of people you know they move on and the bulk of humanity is going to get stuck at the solar plexus and not move up. The reason this is a challenge, beyond all of the other things that we're going to discuss today, is this: humanity has been on a pursuit of happiness for centuries now. So, if we were to travel back in time, a hundred years, 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 two hundred years, a thousand years, two thousand years, three thousand years, doesn't kind of almost doesn't really matter. Um, Humanity has been chasing happiness at any point, you know, throughout all of these periods, humanity has been chasing happiness. Happiness has been on humanity's mind as the number one thing, number one desire. They're like, I just want to be happy. Where's my happiness? Chasing happiness. And yet, and yet, it is extremely hard for humanity to achieve happiness. The question you may be asking Is why. So it's not like this is a new problem. And it's not like there haven't been all of these philosophers, thinkers of the old, even psychologists, psychiatrists, all of these people, right? Sociologists, dealing with the question of how to make a human happy. And yet, the bulk of humanity is going to spend their life in a perpetual state of chasing happiness or being in a state of unhappiness to some degree here is why true happiness really only starts at your heart center all the centers below all of your chakras below are going to give you a completely different vibration so until and unless you unlock your heart space it is extremely hard if not impossible for you to feel happiness. Now, you may feel temporary elation. You may feel temporary excitement. You may even be happy in the moment because, I don't know, you're celebrating your birthday with a loved one or something happened, you know. But that happiness is short-lived. And the kind of happiness that I am talking about is sustained happiness. An emotion of contentment and feeling of rightness and... You know feeling of harmony that you could preserve over time that is a kind of happiness that I'm, I'm talking about and that only starts from the heart right everything below the heart space doesn't get you there why because if you're vibrating at the red center the vibration that you're emanating and your frequency is survival mode like i said right so it's fighting for survival And the predominant frequency over here the the strongest emotion that you can experience in the center is actually fear the red center when it gives you when it's balanced it doesn't give you such a uh, high positive essentially the positive (laughs) is the feeling of safety but arguably right in between let's say being in love with someone uh romantically or otherwise um and feeling safety do you see how those are not at the same level of vibration how love is like really high up and the feeling of safety is kind of like a little bit below i mean it's a nice feeling to feel safe in in, in your skin right in your house in, in your country but it doesn't it's not quite happiness yet so that is the lessons of the root chakra right if you solve them and solve them well right best case you're going to get into safety <laughs> worst case if you don't you're going to remain in fear moving up really really quickly uh, in the orange the orange while the red is all about survival the orange I would say for the most part is about seeking pleasure seeking and experiencing pleasure again pleasure is a concept that is extremely short-lived you cannot quite store it right For instance, if I'm experiencing pleasure because I'm eating an ice cream cone, when I'm done eating the ice cream cone, that pleasure is gone. And so I'm going to have to seek another pleasure in order for me to be satisfied. Um, Now, the orange center is a little bit more layered. So the problems that you're going through in the orange are a little bit more... um, shall I say, um, the range is bigger. So over here, you have mostly pleasure-seeking. But going back to my original point about um, happiness, happiness does not live here either. Because pleasure, again, not only is it short-lived, but it's also not true happiness. Again, vibration is a lot lower. So worst-case scenario of what you could experience um, in the center is... The lack of pleasure, and therefore frustration, Um, and other types of low emotions here are certain fears as well around not being able to meet your needs around pleasure, Um, as well as um, not being able actually to afford pleasure. So some of your money issues are also strict in the center. And then uh, that is so like, and those things can be quite low. And then fear of missing out. So your FOMO lives right here. Um, So the lows can be quite low, maybe not as low as fearing for your life, which is the red center, but still not very pleasant. The highs of the orange are very, very short-lived. They can be quite high, but those are extremely, extremely hard to sustain. Um, So that's not where happiness lives. Going up to the yellow. The yellow is all about achieving, right? So these are your overachievers. And it's all about chasing the dream like chasing the promotion, chasing, you know, the money, but not for the sake of achieving pleasure with money and not for the sake of paying the rent with money, which would be the red center, uh, and achieving pleasure would be the orange. Um, the yellow really seeks some sense of achievement and self-realization through achievement, right? The worst aspect about the yellow center, and because it also deals a lot with self-concept. The the yellow center, if you're stuck in the yellow center energies, can give you fairly low lows because any anytime, anytime you have um, any issues around self-concept, low self-esteem, let's say, uh, certain things around your physical appearance or any other characteristics that you have that you don't find up to par or up to a certain standard, um, the yellow center is going to give you um, pretty deep sense of lack, not enoughness, and not feeling competent. So all of these are the traumas of the yellow, the highest high that the yellow can give you is achieving a goal or getting, uh, you know, what you wanted. But again, um, it is the contentment, the pleasure, the happiness, and I, I'm using that word loosely. From achieving what you want is extremely fleeting, and enough of you would know that, especially if you're setting large goals. But even with small goals, by the time you get what you want, you either already want something else, or you don't really assign the value to what you wanted to the same degree that when like uh, that you did when you didn't have it, right? Because if we're going through the lessons of the yellow center. The way this game, the way this matrix works is it's going to give you progressively bigger challenges, right? Because the worst thing that could happen um, in, in a third dimensional world is you're an out of things to do. You're out of challenges. The moment that happens, you're done. Like essentially, you know, your lower self is bored. Your higher self is bored. Your middle self is bored. Everybody's bored. So you check out, right? So the matrix is going to try really, really hard to prevent that from happening. How does it do it? One of the traps of the center is, of the yellow center, is it would make you want for something else right away, really, really quickly, right? So yellow, despite the fact that your achievements progressively become bigger and bigger, you reach for higher, you know, pinnacles and, uh, you know, your goals are always larger and larger, you never quite get there. So where I'm going with this is we have passed through the first three chakras of a human body that define 90% of the human experience on planet Earth. 90% of your experience on planet Earth is going to be defined by your lower chakras. And none of them bring you happiness. Isn't then that not a surprise, that if this is the case, humanity cannot get happy That's a perpetual issue. And again, why is that? And it is because happiness doesn't live within the vicinity of the three chakras that are the lower chakras, which is where humanity dwells today. Right? So it's almost like if I'm trying to figure out like a, a good example, if happiness was um, hot tropical weather. Let's pretend, right, that happiness was hot tropical weather, because of, because sun and vitamin D. I don't know. Let's pretend that that was happiness. Humanity has been living in Antarctica, or in the Arctic, in literally like the one of the coldest places. Um, don't quote me on it. Um, one of them is not one of the coldest places, but you y- you catch my drift, right? Um, imagine you were living around icebergs and polar bears and that was really the full range that was available to you is like the the land of eternal winter and you know yes you may be dreaming about warmth you may be dreaming about tropical climates but that is not the range of weather that is available to you right because that place for that weather to be available to you, you actually need to travel to a place closer to the equator where that is even possible So it is not a dissimilar thing with your chakras. If you're living in the land of perpetual trauma, drama and like fighting for survival and fighting for money and fighting for pleasure and fighting for achieving things, there is no sunshine there. There is no tropical weather there. There is no happiness there. Right. Where is the happiness? The happiness is actually in all of the highest centers, right? your heart is probably what most people when they're describing what it is like in their mind what happiness is they're actually describing having their heart center open unbeknownst to humanity like unbeknownst to them because having your heart center open and you know being and living in the emerald energies of the heart implies the state of harmony with the rest of the world and if not the permanent state of love but it is a very harmony is a very similar vibration to love because not everybody who has the heart center um, open and functioning properly is going to always experience love because it is still a very low dimensional world but what is possible is harmony and harmony is a feeling a frequency and a state that is actually really easy to sustain over time So, your first um, wave of happiness lives one notch above um, the yellow center, right? And then it actually stays, and the quality of happiness enhances as you go up, right? Um, You know, once you dwell in the throat center, um, that is a different kind of happiness. It is not the happiness that comes from being one or feeling like you're one. With everybody and everything on planet Earth as well as nature surroundings Um, the happiness that lives in the throat Center is the kind of happiness where you um, it's like being fully yourself being committed to the path and walking the path it's that kind of happiness it's almost like happiness and harmony that comes from contentment and knowing that you're doing the right thing And then, you know, we don't necessarily need to get get into the higher centers uh, because today I really wanted to focus on the traps of the lower three chakras. But this was kind of like the why, right? Like the why would you even want to bother with dealing with your traumas in the lower chakras? Um, One thing that I find, especially with people who are becoming spiritual, especially if you feel like your path is to help people, spiritually and uh, you know i have a lot of you listening to this podcast so i decided to make a disclaimer like this it's actually very easy for you to disregard the trap of the lower chakras bypass and gaslight those traps and move on to higher chakras this is what i see with let let, let's let's call uh, this archetype a light worker a lot of light workers don't like diving into lower chakras because that is considered to be too 3D. Because that is not talking to spirit guides. And that is not downloading information from the Akashic records. That is not quote-unquote sexy spiritually, if that makes sense, right? As such, as such, one thing that I find is Light workers actually bypass these traps the most because they're like, oh, what fears of survival? Uh, uh, uh. I'm going to like deal with that trap for like three quick seconds so I can move on and never think about it again. Because what? who needs food? <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, there is this spirit guide. It's who needs food? Who needs to like, uh, you know, obviously I'm exaggerating. But just so you understand, right, just because you're a light worker, just because you, you know, you may be a more evolved soul for, you know, uh, for all intents and purposes, doesn't mean that you don't have any of the three traps. And in fact, I find, right, that a lot of healers that already, by the way, have an issue with overgiving and like having their heart to open still cannot be happy even with a heart open. But it is because they haven't walked the walk of the lower chakras. And that is really, I think, the core crux of this issue. We cannot go high unless we've been low. We cannot deny the human experience just because we want to go up and we'd rather meditate all day every day. Or we'd rather channel or whatever else we'd rather do. We'd rather heal, Reiki, all of that good stuff, right? Because whether you'd like it or not, You cannot be a vessel for change. You cannot be the vessel for the fullness of who you are. You cannot be the vessel for energetic shifts on planet Earth or for healing or for love for that matter if you haven't dealt with the bottom part of your own vessel as a human, energetic vessel, right? Because the bottom of your vessel is leaky, Everything else is leaky. And that's why you have so many struggling folks in the spiritual field. Financially struggling is what I mean. There are many reasons for that, right? A lot of people in the, in the healing arena are also very right-brained. Um, so, you know, their more active part of their brain is the right side of the brain. The r- right side of the brain tends to deny and reject things that are too logical, too numerical, too mathematical right? Because they're like, oh, I have intuition. I don't need any of that. Tough luck, you guys. We are in a third dimensional world where really the definition of winning, that's another important thing, right? Because um, I made one important point around the fact that no, you cannot be a healer and just have your heart, your throat, and your third eye open if you haven't dealt with the issues of the bottom three chakras, or if you've only dealt with them really quickly and not all the way. Because the lower three chakras, and if you guys um, um, know human design, you would know exactly what I mean. Those are your motors, like the motors, like these are the generators, like these are the um, parts of your body that are going to move you forward. Whomever you want to talk to, right? I mean, angels, archangels, spirit guides, whatever you want to do in the spiritual realm, the basis of that is going to come from the bottom chakras right and so i see a lot of bypassing there so i figured i'd mention Um, because um certain folks started tuning out and being like oh I'm, i'm a healer i don't need to deal with my red i'm past the red like let's talk about my you know opening my third eye and like cleansing my uh crown yes we can do that right but again third dimensional world call for third dimensional problems uh and that is why no matter how high vibrational you are, you are going to have to deal with third-dimensional problems. And the issue, like that I would describe as third-dimensional, are the three traps of the three lower chakras. So where I was going with integration earlier is you have to fix the lower part of your vessel to go to the to the top, right? Um and that is really like the the way to live, right? That is the way to lead. That is the way to heal that is sustainable and would enable you to be long-term happy no matter what you're doing. But again, the lesson here is integration. It's not about throwing away one thing in favor of another. Okay, why don't we go um, chakra by chakra by chakra, uh, again, of the three chakras, and I'm going to explain the traps. One thing that um, I've mentioned before, but we kind of need to reiterate for this episode, is this planet Earth is stacked in a certain way when the planet is ready to receive a certain number of souls, or shall I say a a large number of souls at this point, right? 90% of humanity. So that gives you billions here. Um, when the planet um, is able to receive a large number of souls all dealing with the same issues, all having kind of similar-ish karmic loops and karmic knots, then it starts vibrating at a particular frequency, right? Uh, so it needs to start vibrating at that frequency. And maybe it's a little bit more complex than that, but just please bear with me for that analogy, right? So planet Earth is also working through herself. She's working through her own issues of her own three lower chakras before she can fully transition to 5D. Again, can go to the high before you've been into the low? Can it reject and disown things just because they're, you know, not as spiritual or high vibrational? That's not how this world works. Because of that, partially because of that, there are some other contributing factors as well the vibrations, as well as the happening. And by the happening, I mean the sequence of events of the movie that we all live or the game that we all play. The sequence of events is going to enforce or reinforce the traps of the lower chakras because, again, this is the vibration. And even if, right... Even if you didn't know where the largest opportunities for humanity are, if you didn't know, and if I didn't just tell you that the problem of the three lower chakras is where we all need to go, first and foremost, you could simply watch the news and figure it out. It doesn't take a genius. Right now, and by the way, they fluctuate. You would notice they fluctuate. Uh, Meaning, within the matrix, um, a lot of the things right now, Around by the media it's just the period that we're going through right Um, they would take very often and essentially you would have periods where um, each trap is being accentuated right now for the most part we are going or we have been through the red center trap Uh, we may or may not flip to the orange I'm, you know, um, I've seen some of the orange come through as well through, um, um, through TV. Um, and sometimes, you know, they would flip and they would actually want humanity's attention on the yellow center. And so the news landscape would change. How do you know that we've been in the red? The red again is all about fear started with a pandemic. Now there's war. Uh, So all kinds of fears are coming up, right? All kinds of survival. Um, all kinds of information about people dying right so essentially the the message of the red center that really triggers people for whom this is a trap and the trap, by the way is something that keeps you stagnant right preventing you to move forward or upward in this particular case right so the trap is something that is so pervasive and so important to some people um that vibration of that feeling that they literally cannot get out so they're trapped inside of that vibration it takes out their whole universe their whole mental body is essentially encapsulated within that one thought pattern and because their mental bodies is encapsulated their emotional bodies encapsulated their physical their etheric all of it is all of them are right so we we've been we've been and we still are in the red cycle so and it's all about actually life and death situations and it's still playing out you guys and i'll just give you some examples of the life and death situations just in the past two years covid duh i mean doesn't take a genius right a pandemic literally life and death situation have to be so afraid gotta wear a mask gotta do the shots gotta do all you know you know the drill better than me like i don't have to tell you very fear you know like definitely um a trigger for the the trap of fear the trap of the root chakra um war very televised right despite the fact very televised even in the united states despite the fact that the war is in eastern europe kind of on the other side of the world right so what is war life and death that is exactly what it is right people die at war you know that um you have um well, I don't know, maybe this is very nascent, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, in the United States, now you have the mass shootings, right? Again, life and death. Even uh, Black Lives Matter was around a murder, right? If you think about it. Again, I know I'm talking very American and my audience is actually global right now. But you will be able to find examples of what I'm saying at your local level as well. Because planet Earth is one very cohesive organism. And and by the way, it's also one big village at this point. Um, and there's so many similarities. So whatever is, you know, whatever is transmitted in the United States tends to somehow also be transmitted everywhere else, at least for now. Uh, that is the case. And so you have, you know, life and death situation over there. Now you're starting to, to get all kinds of other, you know, piece of news around shortages of food duh did not think it was going to be possible in 2022 right shortages of food right again survival you guys Red chakra like um the western world hasn't been worried about a food crisis in forever and now we're back smack into i don't know like the famine like not yet but like You know, those kinds of things, those kinds of messages are starting to come through the collective as well as mass media. You have that. You have oil prices going up and people starting to worry that if anything were to happen, they couldn't fuel up their tanks. All of a sudden, again, like what is it causing in people? The red center is being flamed up when you're worried about oil prices going up. What else? Because it's connected to the fight and flight reflex. Because um, A lot of people who have a car start associating the car with being able to move, right? So essentially, it's like having two feet. It's like a car is like a faster two feet. So when somebody tells you no gas can fuel up your car, you're like, if anything happens, I can't run away, right? Again, brings back this really primordial fear of I'm faced with a tiger (laughs) in the woods. If I can't run, I'm dead. Right. Well, that, that's of the tiger is hungry. But do you know what I mean? Right. So all of these fears extremely interconnected, but part of the same exact narrative, same exact narrative. The reason I'm saying we're moving slightly into the orange, but it's still orange mixed up with the red is this. The next thing that is happening in the macro environment is the stock market crash. I know, I know, Dow and NASDAQ and New York Stock Exchange are dropping and, you know, the markets are not what they're used to be and poor Americans at home are trying to figure out what the hell does that mean <laughs> and how come the markets are affecting their life so much. And that is where you get the orange center starting to become triggered because recession. Recession doesn't always mean... so. Do you sense even like if you kind of like were to close your eyes and feel into the frequency of recession as opposed to, let's say, life and death situation because of a war, a life and death situation because of a lethal disease, do you feel how they're not the same? Like one frequency is red, but recession frequencies actually, it triggers the wound and the trap of the orange center. And by the way, this, you know, obviously we know that the economy is cyclical. You have your good times and you have your bad times, and that is just normal. And that is why every time there is a recession, collectively what's being triggered in humanity are the traps of the orange center. Why? Recession, yes, sometimes it means layoffs, and sometimes it means people are going to lose their jobs. But it's not to a point that an unknown disease, that there is no cure for, is going to kill them. That's not to the same degree. Like losing a job feels survival, survivable, right? Now, for some people who are really, really afraid, this may still trigger the red. But for most people, it'll trigger the orange. Why? Because when there is recession, the spending goes down. The disposable income goes down. People don't have all that much money to entertain themselves, as w- which means they don't have enough money to seek the pleasures that they're used to. Travel goes down, you know, um, again, like maybe people don't go out to restaurants quite as much like everybody has. Maybe not everybody, but a large majority of people um, are going to feel it right in their orange. Essentially, they're going to not splurge so much on the treats or they're going to become very, very selective. And obviously it also depends on how how long the recession lasts uh, or how, how, you know, what keeps happening with the markets. Um, because as they would tell you nobody knows you know markets are extremely mysterious but again now this is how we moved from one type of trap to another type of trap right and again you this fear of missing out is right there because money lives here not all kinds of money by the way right Uh, but a lot of issues around money beyond paying rent and the bills because that type of money may still live in the red lives in the orange so anything disposable income anything beyond the extreme extreme basics that you need like literally shelter and some light food to not die of hunger you know everything beyond that is going to be in your orange so what is triggered right now excessively in humanity the orange fears the fears of am i going to have enough money What's going to happen with my savings? God forbid you invested in the stock market or in cryptocurrency. Everything is down, right? Oh, and by the way, everybody also remembers the, the mortgage crisis uh, from the last recession cycle. So if you have a mortgage, you're probably also freaking out, right? In general, it's like freak out mode about money. Now, um, Yellow Center, um, they triggered different ways. Um, The trap of the yellow center is the trap of the overachiever. It's the trap of um, keeping up with the Joneses. (laughs) That is why they have the keeping up with the Kardashians, you guys. Not for nothing, but because it is a more subtle way of triggering the yellow trauma and of triggering the yellow trap. Conspicuous consumption. Social media goes in here as well. so essentially, you have to feed the beast, right? Um, the yellow center is where comparison lives. The yellow center un- until you get to the yellow center. You're not concerned with overachieving. You're not concerned too much with comparing yourself to others. You're concerned with survival and, and, and you know, getting pleasure, right? When you're getting pleasure, you're seeking to get pleasure. You're not trying to figure out, OK, am I getting more pleasure than this other person? Not really. That's not what. You, as, as long as you're getting your pleasure, you're fine, you know. You have a nice meal. You have some entertainment. You're good. You have a good partner. You know, um, you travel sometime. That gives you pleasure. That you're all good, right? Now, if you start comparing your vacation towards somebody else's vacation, that is the trap of the yellow center. That's not orange. If you're starting to compare anything that you have to anything that anybody else has, whether real or imaginary, <laughs> you're trapped in the in the uh, in the yellow. I will tell you that the yellow trap is crazy high in New York City, if you've ever been. Um, There's, you know, literally the molecules of that city, like when they penetrate your body with the air, it's a very charged city. It's a very charged territory. I know New York City very well. Um, Even with the air you breathe and the water that you drink, everything that you consume gives you that vibration of overachieving no matter how much you have that's why it's really really hard to put things in perspective when you're in the energies of new york new york is not the only town uh, with overachievers Um, there are a few others they tend to be large cosmopolitan cities chicago has um a lot of energy of overachieving um if we're talking united states um la has energy of pleasure so la actually is very different i'm just you know giving you examples LA is um, helping people solve the issues of the orange center, not the yellow. New York is very yellow, right? Um, San Francisco, yellow center, right? That's why LA and San Francisco are extremely different. Um, the reason I'm telling you this is just so you can understand. Um, London, also yellow, not to the same degree as um, as New York, though. And London also has a little bit, um, not a little bit, London has maybe a l- more of orange than New York does, right? So when you're living in a large city, you cannot help but be trapped by the vibrations of that city, right? Because it is a collective space and one person can never fully resist the vibrations of the collective space. It is impossible because there is a lot more energy in the collective than in your own individual bubble. So for those people who are able to keep their sanity in New York, they usually have to do a lot of shadow work around that yellow center and healing it, right? For people who are able to be happy, quote unquote, in LA or love LA energy, shall I say, instead of using being happy. there are the ones that were able to look at their own shadow as it relates to the trap of the orange because otherwise that environment becomes so toxic for you that you wouldn't want to put yourself through that right and that's how we went on a tangent of large cities but going back to my original uh, thought around the yellow center the yellow center is the hardest one to trap but also the easiest because technically, you don't, do not not need to create anything out of the ordinary like a happening um, in order to trigger the center. You just need to make sure that people, humans, are bombarded with enough other humans that they would be tempted to compare themselves with. And that is why your entire industry of celebrities... Even your entire industry of social media influencers um, is built in order to trigger the the yellow. And when I say that, I don't want to. I don't want this to come across as, oh my god, who is she referring to? Build like is it you know. <laughs> like who built this and why again like why are we all uh, being controlled again the loaded question however again you come to planet earth to solve certain issues planet earth has to provide the environment for you to be able to solve certain issues and so it'll provide you teachers mirrors etc so that you could look at all three of your lower chakras and finally move beyond those lessons So it's a good thing. What I'm saying is, it's great that we have celebrities. It's great that we have Instagram influencers. It's great that we're browsing feeds on Instagram or TikTok or whoever you're following, right? And, you know, and starting to compare. Because that is, if you have awareness and you have, if you have discernment and if you understand what's going on, that is your first step to healing your wounds of comparison, to healing your wounds of not being enough. To healing your wounds around having to achieve just to pretend that you're happy. Of healing the wound of always having to set a new goal and more goals and more goals and more goals. Right? Because if you didn't have triggers around you built and everybody was just like you, right? Then it would be extremely hard to bubble all the, like, the the cracks of you to the surface, right? And thanks to keeping up with the Kardashians, we now can all look at the traumas of humanity and ourselves surrounding the solar plexus and understand exactly what You know is still not in alignment with our greater good okay um so those are the traps i feel like there's a little bit of like not a full understanding uh, of the yellow let me just say let me just finish up really quickly then uh just to recap on the yellow so the trap of the yellow and how it's triggered right it's triggered by hollywood blockbusters um television um that shows you either perfect relationships, perfect bodies, perfect faces, people that don't age, very rich people, people that are billionaires at 17 or 19 or however old Kylie was when she became a billionaire. You know, all of these people that you're comparing yourselves to and you're like, I'm just no way. There's just no way. Like, you know, how do you (laughs) Compare yourself positively if you're in your 40s, 50s, 60s, when there's this girl that became a billionaire at 19, like, you know, uh, on the the realm of money, you can't. It's impossible, right? But that is not the thing, right? Because healing the trap of yellow is graduating from the game of comparison. And that is what's available to you. So the flip side of this, the flip side of the straps is that planet Earth is the perfect soil, so to say, the perfect spot, the perfect place to once and for all escape from each of the traps of the lower chakras. And I'll explain to you a little bit about how this feels. When you have graduated from the red center, from the trap of the red center, You have a full conviction that the universe, so to say, is going to provide for you one way or another. So you're not worried about shelter. You're not worried about food. You're not worried that an asteroid is going to hit Earth tomorrow or any of the other stuff that you could possibly be worried about that ends in your death or shall I say premature death, right? You're just not fearful of that. That is not what you wake up in the morning and think about. I will tell you, you cannot, cannot escape the trap of the Red Center for as long as you keep watching the news. It is impossible because the news keep feeding you that frequency and then you respond to that frequency. They feed it to you, respond. They feed it to you, respond, right? It's like, I don't know. Um, what well, would be like a really spicy thing? It's like eating garlic and expecting it like expecting the sweet taste like it's never gonna happen (laughs) because garlic ain't sweet like the news ain't positive a lot of the stuff on the news is murder related uh by the way not only murder did you guys know that true crime is one of the most um televised and one of the most popular genres of movies as well as books uh, as well as podcasts, any entertainment, really, it's true crime. True crime, you guys, is stuff about murders. I hate to say this, for the most part, right? Or some, or maybe theft, fine. But theft is also, excuse me, in the red or the orange. That's a lower trap. Like, it's a lower chakra trap, right? So for as long as you keep feeding yourself true crime, I hate to say this, but you cannot escape. You cannot escape the trap of the red chakra. I'll go even as far as saying, and this is going to be a very unpopular opinion, potentially. If you like playing RPG computer games, where you have to murder beings, and I don't even care. If you're the good elf, and they're the orc, or whatever, and you're murdering the bad guys, truth in the matter is, if you're still murdering, you know, you are trapped by that, red center because that is where murder lives make no mistake murder and violent death all live there so for as long as you consume the news you consume true crime you play rpg games where you're murdering anyone there's it's impossible for you to escape these frequencies impossible impossible by the way alcohol keeps you trapped within the the lower two chakras as well It's the trap of the red and the trap of the orange. Very often with alcohol. Sometimes yellow. But again, alcohol, again. Now, I'm not saying you you have to give up alcohol. It's your choice. You can keep drinking it, you know. And and then you can just keep repeating this lifetime over and over and over again. Because samsara is going to be here, you guys. That's the good news, right? If you're not ready to graduate from your trap and you're attached to your own pain, that is completely fine. You can just repeat it. You know, <laughs> similar type incarnations, another three billion times, if you're lucky, if you're allowed, and you know, and, and that is up to you, right? And that's the good news for you. <laughs> Again, I'm not forcing anybody into anything. I'm just here to inform. Um, okay, that's the um, the red, right? So it's impossible. But then, if you graduate from this. Right? If you graduate from the fears of the red center, you get this feeling of safety by default. Like by default, you're safe. And you it's almost like you're anchored around safety. You're grounded around safety. Because safety is always the antithesis. It's the flip vibration, the flip side vibration. right of fear so we're trying to graduate from fear into safety i want you to feel how safety feels in your lower body and even your heart by the way it just feels so good it's like there's like a balm or something um like a soothing balm for your inner body like when you just feel like i'm safe and you're like ah. That is when you graduate from the trap of the red. You feel safe. You feel centered. You feel protected, right? When you graduate from the trap of the orange, which is always chasing, never finding, you get to the place of contentment. Contentment, right? The opposite of, or not the opposite, another way of saying contentment is gratitude. So the moment or the vibration shift that we're looking for in the orange is going from chasing pleasure to gratitude. Do you guys see? Do you feel when I say gratitude, how your orange chakra just starts to blossom and open up like a a flower? Because your orange chakra is like, oh my god. God, thank God, about time. I don't have to chase anymore. I can just be grateful here and now. Yes, relief. The same way that the vibration of gratitude, sorry, the vibration of safety offers you relief for the rat center. The vibration of gratitude offers you relief from the trap of the orange. What about the yellow? Yellow. What do you guys think, actually? I want to hear from the collective. What do you think, what do we need to graduate into for the yellow center? Uh, one of the answers is having achieved something. Oh, like the vibration of achievement. Do we have any other thoughts? Yes. Okay, well, I heard the right answer. Good. So overachieving. Um, I'll give you a second. In a second, I'll give you what the answer is. Uh, the yellow center is running, running, running because your own self uh, sense of self-worth is based, is conditional, right? So essentially, the entirety of issues of the yellow center are around having the concept of self-love being conditioned. Like, I'm only happy with myself or I only love myself if I do X, Y, or Z. Look a certain way, make a certain amount of money, get the job, get the degree, marry that person, get the house. Do you know what I mean? It's conditional, you know? If I do X, Y, Z, then I'm going to be happy. Then I will love myself. That is not good enough, you guys. Because... In order to graduate from the trap of the yellow center, you have to give yourself unconditional love. Just to yourself, that's it. Unconditional self-love is the vibration of finally untrapping yourself from all of the madness of the yellow. Unconditional self-love. Because when you have unconditional self-love, your self-love is not predicated upon anything. Because truly, what is the overachiever trying to achieve for you? Self-love is what the overachiever in you is trying to get for you. But it just does not believe it can get it without achieving things. It is like the unloved child inside of you that's trying to impress your parents. But no matter what you do, it's never enough for the parents. Only you are the parent in this instance, and you are the child. That's the difference. You're both. And not to mention, right, but because humanity is going through this trap, a lot of you have been giving parents, have been given parents that are not all that unconditional either. They had conditions like you have to be a good boy or a girl, you have to succeed in sports, you have to get good grades, or whatever their version was of things and expectations. (laughs) For some of you, you must be a doctor, then I'll love you. You know, it is... There's many flavors of this, right? For some people, it was, you know... As long as you agree with everything I say, I'm going to give you my love. As long as you come home at 7 p.m., I'm going to give you my love. All of these conditions, right? But love was never unconditional. Somehow it always had to be earned, right? And not just that. It's not just earned once. You have to keep at it. You're like, oh my God, what if I lose it? What if I lose it? Do I still have it? Do I still have it? Right? Yeah, I know. So let's center and let's focus. On the opposite vibrations of these traps. Just as a reminder safety, gratitude, self love. You have these three, you guys. You're golden. You have learned 99% of lessons of planet Earth. I kid you not. Just that safety, despite it all. I don't care if it is an acidic shower. <laughs> I mean, like rain showering upon you or like upon the earth. It doesn't really matter because like, here's what I mean by that. There's always going to be global warming, freaking asteroid about to hit earth. um, I don't know, a volcano about to erupt. Something. There's always going to be something because, you guys, this reality cannot be without happening. If it is without happening, everybody gets bored to death. Like, would you ever play a computer game? If a main character was just walking through the woods for 65 hours and that's it, nothing happened, you're just walking through the woods, would you ever play that computer game? I mean, maybe for five minutes, but no, not really, you wouldn't. And that's why your higher self or whatever, middle self, your higher aspect, doesn't like to play the game where there's no happening because it's boring as hell. Nobody wants that. In fact, if I say so myself, your higher self is a lot more picky, like is pickier than you are when when it comes to, you know, what levels of experiences it wants. Like your higher self really wants a roller coaster. You may not want that, but your higher self has a very different perspective, (laughs) for better or worse, right? So there's always going to be the happening because the happening is the script of the movie. In the same way that a good movie needs a really good script, right, and good pacing and all of that, This is required for the game of planet Earth as well. It is required, right? So you cannot control the happening. You cannot control the script. The script has been written, approved, all good. It's it's done and over. That ship has sailed, you guys, right? Now, you may slightly rewrite your own script, and that's why each of you lives in your own cell of reality, right? And just because... There is a global pandemic for everybody else doesn't mean that you felt it. Like in your personal cell of reality, you may not even know a single person that was sick. It's entirely possible. Right? Etc. etc. There are many examples of you know how your personal cell of the matrix can protect you from everything. So yeah, where I'm going with this is you have an opportunity to heal and to move from the traps, right? And moving away from the red, trauma, drama, means not being phased and being really centered and grounded around safety. And it's almost like, I don't know, like it's almost like a James Bond movie where, you know, sometimes like like they have this (laughs) slow-mo, shots very often with like superhero movies as well where it's like the world is about to collapse the world's about to end all kinds of mayhem is happening and then there's this hero in slow-mo and like literally not a bullet is hitting them but there are like a billion bullets flying and then there is like like uh, i don't know a shower of meteorites and the meteorites somehow are not hitting them and this like this hero is unscathed that is the vibration of safety so safety is not predicated upon well i'm only going to feel safe if planet earth is always going to be fine and people are not dying and like all these conditions need to be met no, no 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 it's not feeling safe in the absence of the happening it's feeling safe despite it all so it's essentially like being that superhero in slow-mo or james bond in slow-mo where it's mayhem everywhere but there's not a scratch on you. But not just, you know, but also being sure that that's going to be the outcome no matter what. Feeling untouchable, right? That is the opposite vibration of being scared to death of everything. So that is the red center, right? And again, the orange center is very, very different, right? How does the orange, healed orange center feels, right? It doesn't, seek stimulation like sensory stimulation is what i mean right because fear of missing out and like trying to chase you know all the fun things in life trying to be you know obsessed with having fun being worried about being bored not being able to take uh, you know loneliness or solitude at all like being by yourself because oh my god if you're bored always distracting yourself because the orange is all about distractions right Anything else you can think of that is a distraction, again, social media could you know, could relate, like social media could be part of what's creating FOMO in your life, right? All of these distractions. The problem that that is so detrimental is because for as long as you're distracted by everything in the kitchen sink, by the new movie release, by, I don't know, the happening of this matrix, of this movie, you are not really focused on you, right? You're not internally focused. You are not thinking, ooh, but what about me? What do I truly want? What is my, you know, what did I, why did I truly come, right? You're kind of like, you know, in, in the soup of reality, joined with everybody else, right? When you're joined with everybody else, you're acting like everybody else, right? But you're a unique snowflake. You have your own unique karmic knots. Yes, they're of a similar flavor with other people, but they're not copy-paste, let me tell you. Not even a little bit. Not even... Um, um, not Not by a, a long shot. Yeah. So, graduating from having to chase the next new thing, and that is why, by the way, some people are never able to commit, is because the grass is always greener, and there are so many people in the world. How can you, you know, know that you're settling or like not settling? But how do you know you're with the right one? You know, so these like habitual daters um, or bachelors that never quite get married, bachelorettes, you have those as well, right? That is all unhealed orange, right? Not being able to commit. Why do he? Why does humanity have such trouble with committing to anything? By the way, is because of FOMO. Why is FOMO? Is because you have taught yourself and you have been taught as well that in order to stay happy, you need change. Constant, constant, constant change. Can't stay in the same place. Oh, my God. It's getting worse now, too, because it used to be, right, that content was long form. And now content, let's say even on social media, is short what is it on tiktok right now like an average i don't even know what's an average tiktok like 20 seconds 30 seconds not even 10 seconds attention spans are getting smaller you guys shorter right and because of that humanity has even more issues around commitment now than ever before right so what is the opposite of that the opposite of that is gratitude and contentment contentment with where you are right now not needing to be any place else. Not worrying that someplace the grass is greener, you know. Not buying into the distractions. One of the greatest traps of planet Earth is distracting yourself day in and day out until one day it's time to die and you've been distracted for 90 something years and nothing to show you have nothing to show for it. And that is a sad thing indeed. Yeah. And then the yellow, you know, how does the yellow feel um, when it's healed? It's like, there's no need to keep up with the Joneses. There is no need for you to prove anything to anyone. Because your love to yourself does not have a condition. It is not conditioned on, you know, upon you looking a certain way. Or losing weight, or having a certain level of salary, or being an entrepreneur, building your own company, or having injections like um, Kylie Jenner—if you know what I mean, right—that is none of it is what your 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 self-love is predicated upon. You just have it because you're a wonderful being of light, and you just give yourself, you know, acknowledgement. You give yourself love right and you speak to yourself kindly and lovingly no matter what right that is becoming untrapped that is becoming untrapped from the illusion of the yellow center overachieving is an illusion you guys chasing happiness and pleasure is an illusion being afraid of things and fear is an illusion It is an illusion of progress, if you will, because the people who are, for instance, in a constant state of fear, for them staying safe in the moment, right, because they, I don't know, they did something and thank God they're safe, right, feels like progress. But because it is a trap, it's also illusory progress. It is a, it's a maya, it's an illusion, right? Because it sends you on the same vicious cycle um (laughs) i'll give you an example i don't know if this is going to resonate or make things more expensive uh, not expensive uh harder to understand if i'm going to confuse you further but you know there's like a warrior archetype in, in people some people are just warriors you know like they fight for what's right you know they're like a warrior stance they're like defending the rights of the weak ones and whatnot The heroes the warriors one thing that most people don't realize about the warriors is if you're standing in a warrior stance with your sword and your shield ready it creates an expectation in the energy field and that expectation and as a warrior what you are a vibrational match to is somebody to fight the villain So if you are in the warrior stance, the universe is going to give you the villain. That's it. Because why? Because we live in a duality. For every piece of light, there is a piece of shadow. Unfortunately, for every Jesus, there is always a Satan. Hate to say this. For every warrior, there is a villain to fight. Right? So if you are spending your time in perpetual warrior mode because you're trying to fight to stay alive, What would the world do? This world, this matrix is going to be forced to give you more challenges and give you all these other villains in the forms of other things you should be afraid of and you should fight, right? Because that is your vibration. But if you get to the safety zone, if you get into flip your vibration into the safety mode, that's it. The universe has no reason to send you villains. There's no point. You're not, you're not attracting that vibrationally. You're not a vibrational match to a villain when you are in the safety zone. So do yourself a favor and get yourself off the treadmill of these traps. Um, Now, I'm going to give you like a really, really quick exercise. It's not going to be a guided meditation, but one of the quickest things, not the quickest, nothing is really quick, unfortunately, with the straps because it can take you lifetimes to move through them, but I would still want you to move faster if, if I can. Um, if I can help you. One of the challenges of of, of maintaining these things is that those states, and in general, any state is fleeting, right? Um, Especially if those new states are going to be very, um, very new for you, right? So you're not yet, your vibrations are not yet grounded. So um, you need something in order to be able to anchor these positive states, Um, so that your energy can wrap around that very strong core, that very strong center. And once your energy wraps around this very uh, strong core, a strong center, you would be able to withstand a lot of adversity and the wind is not going to blow you away. Does that make sense, right? So here's how you would do that. In a meditative state, right, you would close your eyes, you would start with a breath, focus on your breath. You would imagine there is a stake in the ground, and the stake has three petals. Like, literally, almost like, <laughs> I mean, kind of like a trunk of the tree with like three petals around it. I know, like a weird analogy, but bear with me. The first petal around this stake in the ground is going to be the petal of safety, right? Um, You can imagine it any color. It's going to be different because safety actually vibrationally may feel different to you than some other people depending on your trauma. The second petal that is going to be wrapped around the stake or the trunk is going to be the petal of gratitude. And again, you would imagine that petal being a certain color. And the last one is going to be self-love. And that stake in the ground, and the reason I like the concept of the stake, is because it is firmly planted in the ground. It provides you this point of stability. This is exactly what you need. Because this world is going to try to destabilize you. And in order to not get destabilized, you need stability. Duh. (laughs) No pun intended. And so that stake is in the ground, and here's what you would want to do you would want to approach that stake and turn your back to it. I know it sounds backwards, but bear with me. And align your spinal cord with the stake. And then allow your spinal cord to be merged with a stake. Literally allow them to be merged. And then these petals that initially wrapped around the stake are going to wrap around your body. And so I would want you to feel into safety wrapping around your body, almost like in a spiral fashion. Then gratitude and then self-love, right? That's how you anchor those vibrations. With gratitude, it's also very, very helpful to list things you're grateful for making that daily practice if you don't have a gratitude journal and especially if you're experiencing traps of the orange center i highly recommend a gratitude journal but all of these things are going to build upon one another having safety in isolation is good but having safety coupled with gratitude is one plus one equals twenty thousand having that also coupled with self-love is like three million don't quote me on my math (laughs) on this (laughs) um but yes that's what i would like for you to um to practice maybe more than once right anytime you feel there is a happening that throws you off your game your friend got promoted all of a sudden your self-love got um your 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 self-judgment got triggered um Another friend goes to the Bahamas and you cannot afford a vacation. All of a sudden, you fear of missing out and pleasure center gets triggered, right? All of a sudden, you're not in the gratitude mode, but you're in the, oh my God, I can't believe that she can go and I cannot go or he can go and I can't go, right? Anytime, I don't know, something else happens around triggering your red center. Again, like, I don't know, somebody got murdered. Uh, I don't know, the bus flipped over or the airplane fell Or something along those lines and people died. And all of a sudden you're like, I don't feel safe. You know, know that this is precisely the time when you need to do this grounding practice around entering, uh, not entering, but anchoring the vibrations of safety, gratitude, and self-love, using the stake and using the petals, right? So the moment you see yourself getting off kilter, getting off center is when you need to redo this practice. Even if that means in the middle of the day, sitting down for three minutes, closing down your eyes and being like, where is the stake? I need to merge myself to the stake. Otherwise, you're just like always going to be floating around from happening to a happening from one trauma, drama to another. And you know, you're forever going to be trapped. But I'll tell you this, there is life beyond the yellow center. You guys, that's where the fun begins. Truly. I mean it, but for as long as you're trapped here, you can't be there. It's one or the other. It's one or the other. Alrighty, you guys. Well, thank you so much for sticking around. I think this was long again. What are you going to do? I'm giving you a big virtual hug. If you haven't checked out um, my book on Amazon, 72 Keys to Manifestation, and Nation Path uh, of a Modern Day Alchemist, check it out. You'll thank me later. Other than that, giving you a big virtual warm hug. And I'll see you in the next one. Have a great week.